0: My dear friends, as we come for this celebration today, we come with great excitement that at least a few things are getting opened. Our life is no longer you know, confined too much within the, the lockdown, but at least a few things are opening. In the readings today, we hear very important things. That can help us in this moment as we transition from that life of solitude, from that life of quarantine into a new kind of life, a life where we are a lot more exposed. You might have perhaps encountered people that maybe have everything that they need, but yet they look depressed, miserable, unhappy. are lonely and restless and frustrated without hope. We see that a lot today for instance in our big Hollywood figures. We see that a lot in them. Perhaps you might have also seen other people who barely have anything but yet they are very happy, very joyful, full of life. There's been a lot of studies done trying to, to dig why You know, sometimes those kind of situations happen when someone has everything, yet they are very hollow inside. And most of the time, most of the studies were showing that faith is a crucial part of the life of those that are always filled with joy and happiness. Faith helps us to get a deeper and a better sense and meaning in life. Working with many people through RCIA, most of the times when you interview the candidates coming into the program, candidates that would like to become Catholics or maybe are transitioning from another faith, many times when you ask them, why now? What motivated you to think about this journey of faith at this moment? Most of them refer, most of them would say, oh, I know this person who is Catholic. And I've always been excited by the joy that I see in them. I see a lot of hope in them. I see a lot of vibrancy in them. That's always one of the key and most cited reasons. Another key reason that people mostly cite why they're transitioning into Catholicism normally is the presence of the Eucharist. We know the Eucharist is something that is very important for our life. Something that for a while you have not been able to receive. As we pray today, we pray that that will become something very soon so that we can begin celebrating the Eucharist with all of you. But back to what I was saying, faith is always cited as something that helps many people to bring back meaning to their life. And the reason why I say this is because today in our second reading, we heard St. Peter telling us that always, always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for the reason for your hope. What is the reason for our hope? The reason for our hope is Christ. The reason for our hope. Is the awareness that our life, even though here on earth sometimes can be difficult, can be miserable, sometimes it can be punctuated with a lot of difficulties. Like now with this pandemic, we see many people struggling between life and death in the hospitals. We see many people, you know, even outside this moment of pandemic, we see in our world continuous persecution, rejection of faith, and for those that hold on to their faith, that are strong in their faith, we see even their close relatives and friends having what today we can call social excommunication, where people refuse to socialize with those that want to share about their faith. We continue to see that. Sometimes, perhaps, maybe the difficulty that might be in your life might be, material poverty, especially now with the loss of jobs. Maybe your livelihood has been destroyed. There are a lot of these different things but even though we have all those clouds of darkness around us in the midst of that we are still a people of hope. A people of hope because our life is not just centered around what is happening today and now. We know that our life is also about something that is greater than ourselves. It's about God. Our life is about faith. Our life is not fully actualized here, but our life carries forward in eternity. So what are we able to share with others? What is the source of our joy and of our hope? And this is not something that we learn This is not just something that we read in books. This is not just something that we are taught. It's about sharing what you have experienced in your life and in your heart. How Christ has been central in your life and in your heart and how you can bring that to those around you. In the Gospel we heard Jesus reminding us, reminding us First of all, that if we keep his commandments, then we belong to that group of people who love him. He tells us that he's not leaving us alone, but he's sending for us an advocate who will be there to strengthen us, to empower us, to lead us, to guide us. As we pray today. Maybe this is a good time for us to re-examine ourselves. To see, do we belong into that category of people that Christ today are calling his friends, people that love him? Do we belong to that group that are so passionate about sharing the love that Christ has offered us? When we look in the history of our church, we see a lot of great saints One very familiar one, perhaps to all of you, is Mother Teresa. When we look at her life, we see how she was transformed by that love of God, by that love for Christ. So transformed, even though she was frail and humble, she went out to pick out those that were dying in order to give them dignity. And she did this not for riches or earthly fame, but she did this because she was hearing the voice of Christ in this and in those many people that she helped. She wanted to love him. She wanted to carry on the message of the commandment that Christ gave us, to love one another, to love God with everything that we have got as we prepare ourselves for ascension. I'd like us to continue to reflect on these words of Christ, because he's not just saying goodbye to us. He's not running away from our world, maybe because the world has for so long refused to change, but he's not because he was victorious. He's saying goodbye for a moment so that the Holy Spirit can come And take possession of us so that the Holy Spirit can come and carry on with the works of the church that he had established that's when we let the Spirit be in our heart that's when we can become a people of hope a people of joy a people of happiness we can see joy hope and happiness in people because their faith informs their action their life draws meaning from God, the love of God, the love of Christ is always deep in their heart. Love motivates us. When we see people that love each other, you see them doing everything for each other. You see them respecting one another, honoring one another appreciating one another, sacrificing themselves and their time for one another, listening to one another. So Jesus is challenging each one of us here today to ask ourselves this question. Do you love Jesus? Do you love him? And can you listen to him? Can you obey him? Can you follow what he says? He speaks to us through scripture, through the sacraments, sometimes also through our conscience, especially well-informed conscience. Do we listen to him?